0: Welcome into Group of Five Live on the Landry Football Podcast Network. And what a weekend it is! It opens up with East Carolina at Cincinnati on Friday night. But there's no question that the feature game is Central Florida at Tulane. Uh, what an impressive season it has been. Eight and one, Tulane only losing to Southern Miss, beating Kansas State. UCF seven and two checks into. Number, two, uh, number 22, close wins over Cincinnati and Memphis since um, getting grubbed at East Carolina. So all-time, UCF holding a big command in this series. I want to spend uh, some extra time on this game. I often on LandryFootball.com, every week, We we break down every game in every conference, and we preview the top games in the group of five, and we kind of organize them by conference. And again, group of five, uh, and it's kind of like a conference by itself, but well, we do some feature games every week. Well, we take some of the more intriguing games around the country and do features more in-depth on it. That's what we've done with Central Florida and Tulane, so make sure that you check it out if you want to learn more about the Green Wave and uh, UCF and what this game means and kind of how it might play out. A reminder, we've got detailed breakdowns on all the college games. All the NFL games over at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the football season sale today. Also, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network. So it is 8-1 Tulane, 17 in the college football rankings. What's at stake here, if they can finish the drill, Tulane is in a position. They've got SMU next week and then end up with Cincinnati. If they're able to finish the drill, and it's going to be a challenge to do so. Um, they had a new year six game. That's to say, that's big. That is absolutely the equivalent of making the national playoffs for other teams. Now in the 12 team playoff, as we go to it, this is basically what would be at stake. You got to go back to, listen, I go back with Tulane. They used to be in the Southeastern conference way back in the day. They were a great program in the fifties and, 60s and they had some really good teams. Uh, Larry Smith ended up coaching at Arizona. USC, Missouri, God rest his soul, was an outstanding coach at Tulane. He left Tulane to go to Arizona. Uh, you had some success there <clears throat> with Tulane. And uh, Vince Gibson, uh, you know, had uh, a lot of success at Tulane. And uh, Mac Brown had some success there before he took the North Carolina job for the first time. Uh, And then Tommy Bowden was the last time this two-lane team has gotten off to the start, equivalent of this, in 1998. But this is in a more difficult conference against a more difficult schedule. Um, Central Florida comes into this matchup. They've won six out of their last seven games. Got that win against Memphis last week. Um, The defense was able to make three huge red zone stops to pick up the win. Mike, uh, Mikey Keane finished the game with three touchdowns. Um, it looks like John Rice Plumley's coming back for this game. Should be able to return. Um, R.J. Harvey had a second straight breakout performance. He's an outstanding runner. 151 yards, 17 carries. Isaiah Bolzer chipped in with uh, about 65 yards on his own. They had 40, 427 yards of total offense and one turnover on the interception. Defensively. They forced two turnovers, two interceptions. They allowed um, again 433 yards of total offense, but it survived with the red zone defense. That's been their key. It's a lot like Gus's teams at Auburn. The offense is built around some tempo, some split zone power. Um, they they are pretty effective throwing it off of that. They should have their starting quarterback available. Uh, but Keeney is certainly capable of playing if he can. Uh, they're 31st in the nation in scoring offense through the first eight games, 10th in in the football, which is what which Gus's MO is, um, 47th in the passing game. They're not going to hurt themselves. They don't make a ton of penalties. They don't take, make a ton of mistakes. Uh, and they're really good at keeping people out of the end zone from within the red zone. And – you know, I think that's that's kind of the initial thoughts of this Central Florida team. Tulane, they've improved to 5-0 and in the conference with that win over Tulane on the road. They gained uh, almost 500 yards offense, 357 on the ground. They're playing at home. Um, they've got the division. they put a little distance between themselves and the rest of the teams in the American. I thought they did a really good job with their pass rush pressure and their rush lanes were really good, which they haven't been consistent with that all year long, but really good last week. And their lane integrity is so effective that kind of made their defense take a, a step up. They are pretty good as well in the run zone. On offense, um, Michael Pratt ran 36 yards, 11 for 19, 125 yards, two touchdowns. Dual threat guy. 2J Spears is an outstanding runner. He had 157 yards of touchdown in the wind last week. As I mentioned, almost 500 yards of total offense, 360 of it rushing. The defense allowed just 257 yards uh, of, of, uh, of total offense. And this was impressive. Really doing a good job defending Tulsa's pass game. They had four sacks to go along with three quarterback hits. Uh, They held Tulsa to just five of 14 on third downs. So they like UCF really good situationally, very good on third downs, very good with their pass rush. The issue is going to be, can they defend the run UCF's run in this game? It's a critical matchup. They're going to score points in this game. I think, Um, I think that the UCF is going to face the best offense they faced all year long. Um, They protect the football very well, does Tulane. The run defense is pretty good. It's like 48th in the country, 25th against the pass. So I think that this is going to be a matchup in which if Tulane can get an early lead and force UCF to have to put the ball in the air, I think the pass rush is going to be real effective, but. You've got to stay in your rush lanes against John Rice Plumley. He could be the difference in the game, if healthy. Um, This is a hard-hitting secondary that Tulane has. They do a good job of taking the ball away. So if they're not careful, turnovers could be a huge factor. As I mentioned, Michael Pratt, very talented passer, a really good athlete. Um, You know, I think the only guy that's been more – effective as a passer is Clayton Toon at, at Houston. Uh, he spreads the ball around. They've got six players with at least 210 uh, yards receiving on the year. Shea Wyatt leads the team. Deuce Watts and Tyreek James are really good. Um, but Spears is just outstanding. I mean, he he is the special player in this game that could be the difference. He is a decent receiver out of the backfield. but. Pratt, Iverson, Celestine, Clayton Johnson have done a nice job supplementing Spears in the ground game. They have a good rushing attack like UCF does. So I think UCF is obviously uh, second in scoring defense, third in total defense. The strength for UCF, like Tulane, is in the secondary. Devontae Brown and Wilson are really good cover guys. Um, Corey Thornton has made a a number of plays in the secondary. Fuller is a really good player. They've got some really good depth. This is going to be, I think, a game in which Tulane's got to be prepared to defend and play Plumlee. He's their best runner. Tulane should be able to take some shots downfield in this game. Um, I think if they get an early lead, both of these defenses kind of tighten up in the red zone. But I think Tulane should be able to convert a little bit more touchdowns in this game as opposed to field goals, that's maybe the difference. The turnover differential is definitely in favor of Tulane. I think they play a cleaner game. That might be the difference also at home. Tulane's at Memphis. Uh, Tulsa's at Memphis, rather. Uh, the Golden Hurricane, they're really sputtering. The offense is not very consistent. The pass defense has been pretty good. The running game is fine. For all that Memphis is doing right, it's it's – it's worse its worst tailspin than Tulsi is at this point. Four straight losses, turning the football over way too much. Um, they're throwing it well, but again, the turnovers are killing them. Still, pretty good shot here to win this one. Um, that's uh, another game to keep an eye out on. Friday night is East Carolina-Cincinnati. Uh, the Pirates have been fantastic over the last few weeks, and there's a lot to, to go. They're in the hunt for the conference championship. They can win out, and a ton of things break their way, of course. The offense has been steady. The defense is coming up with some big plays. They haven't given the ball away in three weeks. It's four, six takeaways against Memphis and UCF, and they figured out how to win. Cincinnati's got a bunch of issues. They're not playing as clean a game. They're turning the football over. Too many problems on third down. Um, They're not as bad penalty wise as they were early in the year, but there's still a problem. The defense and pass rush are good enough to cause some problems against East Carolina's backfield and, and downfield passing attack. Um, can East Carolina's running game take this one over? That's going to be the key. It's five and zero when it runs for over 150 yards, one and three when it doesn't on the flip side, Cincinnati is six and zero when it allows fewer than 220 yards, one and two, when it gives up more East Carolina. They'll be in the game throughout with a balance attack. Um, But can they run enough to control this game? Like Cincinnati still, they can clean things up a little bit. I think they're the better team. Fresno State's at UNLV on Friday night in Allegiant Stadium in Vegas. Last game, we're going to talk about the group of five this week. Jake Kaner's back for the Bulldogs, and they're rolling again with four straight wins and likely going to take the Mountain West title. It needs to win two of its last three to do it. The passing game is really... Gotten better and um, needed the final few seconds to work against San Diego State. The defense has been solid enough against the run to overcome a shaky secondary. The offense is good on third downs and has a way of bombing its way out of trouble. On the flip side, UNLV has one of the worst offenses in the nation on third downs. Four game losing streak with passing game sputtering. The Rebels are are back home. They've dealt with road games in three of the last four games. They're one and four away from Allegiant, three and one at home. The competition has a whole lot to do with it, but the Rebel passing game is far sharper at its own house. That's, that's been apparent. But against good defenses, they struggle. And Fresno State might be playing well, but it's given up 200 yards or more uh, passing on a regular basis. Um, the offense is good for around two turnovers a game. UNLV is creative enough to pull out a lot of stops here and make this a close game i think the rebel secondary is struggled and will continue to struggle against this fresno state passing game um i did think fresno is going to have a hard time pulling away here i think the first half is going to be fun it's going to be entertaining i do think jay keener and the passing game will come through when they absolutely need it in the last 10 minutes likely going to be the difference uh Look for Fresno State in a close one here. Hey, I've got more detailed breakdowns for you on not only Group of Five games, but all the conference game by conference. We also have special breakdowns in more detail of all the top games in the country each and every week. Also, all the NFL breakdowns. We've got it for you. So breakdowns of the game. We recap the games for you. We tell you what happened, why it happened and give you a complete coaching and scouting analysis from inside the film room on the college and pro game. So sign up for the football season sale on LandryFootball.com. Still got time for that. Yeah, it's still football season. And subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network. We'll be back to break down the week of college football and the NFL in the Landry Football Podcast Network early next week. Uh, check out other our other previews and our other conference games uh, and shows. Uh, over here on the network. Hey, appreciate you joining us. Uh, Enjoy the game this weekend. We'll talk to you uh, on the other side.